0: Welcome to the Normie Podcast. I'm a big film nerd, Everett.
1: And I'm Emerald, and I'm engaged to a nerd.
0: On this week's episode, we'll be covering...
1: The Exorcist Believer, directed by David Gordon Green.
0: And Asbestos, or The Beast, directed by Rodrigo Sorrigoyen. Uh, for both of these movies, as they are relatively new releases, we will do uh, non-spoilers first, and then spoilers. There will be time codes down in the description below. Let's get into it. Don't be scared.
1: We've met before.
0: <laughs>
1: Alright, um, <laughs> so this week I chose The Exorcist Believer uh, because I'm a big horror fan and it looked like it could be good from the trailers. Uh, we had never seen the original Exorcist before so we decided to watch it this week as well just so that we knew what we were getting into. Um, I wanna go into that a little bit as well. Uh that one sucked. Um, I am very surprised, considering every list puts it as the number one scary movie to this day. Like, I get for its time it was something new, it was scary, it was weird, stuff like that hadn't been done before, and it was well made for its day, I suppose. But the first hour of the movie has nothing to do with the exorcism. The exorcism lasts like five minutes and it's just not good. It was just bad and icky. Also very gross and not in like a scary way, just in like a, you're doing this to test how far you can go. And it's just icky, not spooky. Yeah,
0: it very much is coasting on the fact that it was the first to do this. Yeah. Um if another movie had come out six months prior and been as shocking and scary uh, i don't think anyone would remember this movie it is remembered and revered because it was the first i even actually was looking after like can someone explain to me why people think the original exorcist is so good every single article i found just listed that it was the first to do this and that's what makes it scary i'm like no that's what made it scary back then but I don't know it's and I'm a fan of older films and more you know not the like conventional movies of the day and stuff I like those types of things um and I just I did not think the original Exorcist was well done
1: yeah it was like a collection of five minute scenes that had nothing to do with anything leading up to just perverted phrases coming from a 12 year old's mouth which I guess was scary or shocking for that time. But first of all, 12 year olds talk like that all the time now and it's gross (laughs) and weird. And I just don't want to see it. It wasn't scary. It was just off-putting.
0: Yeah. And so now that we've alienated 90% of our audience, let's uh, (laughs) get into our thoughts on the new one.
1: Well, this is going to alienate them more. I liked this one. It's rated so poorly. I thought it was so good. Well, not like the best movie, obviously. The ending didn't land for me, but 90% of the movie I found very scary versus the original. Like, it wasn't, like, terrifying, but, like, they kept in a lot of this, like, background noise that makes you uncomfortable, and it's just, like, really tense up until the exorcism, and then the actual exorcism just lets down the whole movie because it's just silly and CGI and stupid. Yep. But up until that point, I think the girls acted the parts very mm-hmm. well. I think the storyline was solid. It actually all made sense together unlike the first one. I thought it was very good.
0: Yeah, I I mean again, this movie is not for me. So from that angle, because he hates horror. Yeah, uh, taking that out of it, I th- thought it was very well done i was tense i was grossed out i was scared at times um it's competently put together shot very well there
1: are a few jump scares but not too many because i think that's where movies like the nun and stuff like that fall flat is they put in they rely solely on jump scares but this one had a few solid jump scares but as well as like an overall feeling of dread that was very i i really liked it up until the actual exorcism and
0: i think the issue is the third act really lets it down so when you walk out of the movie to sit down and write your review you're left with a bad taste in your mouth because the third act is not good um on top of that i think fans of the original are upset this didn't push it far and boundaries far enough potentially uh they bring back an old character or two and they don't they don't
1: really have a purpose have
0: a lot to do with the film and so if you were really excited that they were coming back they're shown a ton in the trailers i thought they were going to be like a main character i did too and yeah. they're kind of sidelined for a lot of it so i could see you know you were upset by that um and i guess on paper if you look at it you bring back an old character and don't use them well you oh what's the original exorcist little girl gets possessed well now we'll do it with two little girls like on paper it is a very studio film but i think the performances the vibe and the creepiness elevate it past just a bunch of studio notes and i i don't know i don't know i'm surprised this one is not being rated higher especially with how well horror has been received recently i think this is by far the scariest movie we've seen together and probably one of the better horror films and yet there's movies out there that yeah. are getting like 95 like, percent.
1: talk to me i think is in the 90s and that was yeah. not even remotely scary for a fraction of that movie and this one i th- i think it did such a solid job up until the last act
0: yeah and like evil dead rise has an 84 percent. i'd put this on the same level as evil dead rise if not a little bit evil dead rise is grosser and gorier this is scarier and more tense
1: to be fair i think evil dead rise stays more true to the source material and this one doesn't follow that same weird plot line that the original follows like it's not the same weird cuts and stuff which I like better but I guess if you do if you did want it to be super similar to the original I could see why it's a little bit different but definitely not a 23% Rotten Tomatoes like what the heck
0: yeah I I am very surprised I would be interested again I say this all the time Rotten Tomatoes needs to go back to also listing the average score um because I would wager a six out of ten for them is fresh I would wager there's a lot of fives 5.5s 5. people who just aired on the well it wasn't quite together and if just you know a few of those people have bumped up their score by a half point one point i bet this would be sitting you know not a 80 or 90 percent but this should be at like a 75
1: yeah i would put it in like the 70s But like, yeah, so I'm very surprised and I know we're going to get a lot of hate because people are such little cult fans of the original, (laughs) but I thought this one was better. I liked it.
0: Yeah, Um, I I would watch this one again way before I watch the original again. Yeah. Even Um, though this scared me more.
1: But for a generic outline, it follows two girls who disappear into the woods. This is all shown in the trailer. Um, And then when they come back, they're clearly possessed by something evil obviously called the exorcist so there's There's an an exorcism. exorcism um but yeah uh i would recommend it i think it's really good especially you know it's october it's spooky season take all your friends to it i think i i would recommend it for like if you're wanting a solid horror movie obviously like we said the last act kind of falls flat but up until then like I found myself, I stay up later than him at night, and I found myself like looking around in the dark (laughs) because I was a little bit scared after, you know, and that's what I want from a a scary movie.
0: Yeah, I think this is the perfect Halloween movie. Um, I think we've gotten recently, like, again, a talk to me, I can see why some people really connected with it or whatever, but that is not a crowd pleaser movie. This is a crowd pleaser Halloween. We want to watch something spooky go see this movie like i don't understand why you wouldn't want this around halloween this is exactly what i would expect for this type of movie yep
1: um all right let's move into spoilers all right uh going into spoilers um so yes these girls go into the woods the i i don't know i i don't want to say the main girl let me look up what Uh, her name is so lydia jewett she plays angela fielding Um, she wants to talk to her mother. Her mother died in childbirth with her, um, and, you know, she was raised by her father who cares about her a lot. He's a little overprotective, whatever. So she lies and says she's going to a friend's house, but her and her friend go into the woods and try and talk to her mother using, like, spiritual summoning practices whatever and they disappear for three days um when they are found again in a barn um they have no shoes on their feet are burned and you know torn up and stuff they walked yeah 30 miles over the course of three days um and they start to act weird the doctors say there's nothing wrong with them that they can go home and then She kind of attacks her dad and then has a seizure and ends up in the psych ward. Um, And the other girl kind of has a breakdown at church and ends up... Well, not kind of. Has a full breakdown (laughs) (laughs) at church and ends up in the psych ward too. Uh, Or no, she ends up being locked up at home because her parents don't think that she's crazy. They think that she's possessed, which is fair enough because she is. Um, And then, yeah, they have uh, an exorcism. They bring in a few different religions, which I found interesting and cool. Um, more so than they did in the original one, which was just, you know, the Catholic Church kind of maybe. I don't really know because yeah. they didn't fully talk about a lot in the original. I feel like it was like a father-priest guy. Yeah,
0: it was the Catholic Church. Um, But going back, Leslie Odom Jr. plays... Um, Angela's dad, Tanner. And he's kind of the main character. We open on him and his wife. His wife dies in an earthquake. Well, she gets injured in an earthquake. And he has to choose whether to save the baby that's in her stomach or... Stomach? In her womb. Uh, or save his wife. And we don't know what he chooses until later in the film. And it's a whole thing, whatever. Um, but the really, the story... The, the girls are not majorly in it until they're possessed. They're there, and you get to know them a little bit and see a little bit of who they are and their personality and endear them to the audience. Um, but then they're possessed for 90% of the runtime, and it's really about the parents trying to figure out what to do and how to help them. And where I can see a lot of people being like, oh, well, they didn't want to just feature Catholics, you know, it's modern left wing propaganda to throw all these other religions and representation in there. I saw it more as this is a father who is not Catholic, uh, trying to do literally whatever he can. He invites priests, he invites pastors, he invites people from all different walks of life and anyone in his circle that he can get a hold of who has some idea of what could possibly help he invites them in and what parent wouldn't do that yeah and even in the end the super religious family Catherine's parents they even are on board for all of these other people and they all have to come together because regardless of what religion you are you're standing there in the face of evil and that's kind of the point of the movie which is kind of heartwarming and a good message for a horror movie which is weird
1: and in doing this when he goes to collect all these people he invites ellen burston who played chris mcneil in the original um the mother who's you know her daughter reagan was possessed whatever he invites her um, she is in about three scenes in the movie. Uh, she was in every scene in the trailer, every single scene yeah. you can think of Chris McNeil right there. Um, but and I
0: can see that upsetting some people cause they promise you a movie in which the original cast member comes back and is dealing with a new exorcism yeah. and she's there for five minutes, but
1: she shows up, gives a half, you know, stupid explanation about, you know, why her daughter's not there probably because she didn't really want to come back for this movie. The actress Um, there, she is in like one scene at the very end, but she didn't want to come back. It seems like so she gives the stupid explanation about why her daughter isn't around. Uh, She goes with them and goes to Catherine's house, which is the other little girl and gets stabbed in the eyes and spends the rest of the time in the hospital. The end and her daughter shows up right at the end to be like, hi, you're blind. Now I'll be here
0: yep um and so yeah again that is not handled well i understand with these like quote-unquote legacy sequels you need to bring back the original characters even for just cameos or whatever but i do think the better version of this movie fair enough she exists in this world and so the dad seeks her out um and that's fair enough but i don't think if you're gonna bring her back you need to use her if you're going to just have it be like... You know, he goes and asks for help... And she goes, hey, this is beyond my power... Like, I had to... I wasn't even there for the exorcism... Which she says... And, like, you need the priests to come help you... Go seek out these people... Go talk to this person... Go find this... that, and Then it's just like, oh, cool, she was there... And she helps in her way... But, like, I don't know... I don't think you needed her to go all the way there and reconfront there's almost like a second movie they wanted to soft launch of her and her daughter and their issues and stuff
1: and like that could have been you know part of the second half of her kind of like she could have just gone to the exorcism and talked to the demon because she's spoken to it before but they just blinded her and left her in the hospital instead and I was just kind of like all right yeah whatever um but yeah so then they do an exorcism um the demon kind of gives them the option they're like choose one of the girls and everyone there with common sense is like obviously we're not going to choose one you're trying to turn us against each other because all of us together are too powerful for you but then stupid dumb dumb dad guy for Catherine's dad, the not other the girl's dad, guy. not the main guy, uh, decides to choose his daughter because he's an idiot. So the demon kills his daughter because he's like, "You're a selfish little dumb dumb," and lets the other one go. Um, and yeah, yeah, and that's it. And
0: like that worked as an idea and in the film and made sense for the characters and stuff. I had a feeling that's where it was going because of how much that dad was awful. Um, what was weird is like they make this whole big deal the catholic priest doesn't get permission from the diocese to perform the exorcism and so he's just sitting out praying in his car and then you know he hears what's going on inside and the main dad's like hey like the battle's in there don't just sit out here and pray i don't care if you're church didn't uh, ordain this like there's two girls in there suffering and so he does come in to help and then he just within like he walks in like a superhero and everyone's like yeah he's here and then just within like 20 seconds he gets his head turned around and dies and like i don't know i didn't feel like that was used enough it didn't ruin the hope for everyone in the room it didn't shock didn't even me pause or surprise yeah. yeah
1: like they didn't even stop to be like oh my god he's dead they were literally just like oh okay oh, and we'll then continue going <laughs>
0: yeah and then there's just it devolves into weird cgi shooting stuff up into the sky and like creating yeah. weird shapes and doing nonsense and
1: that's where it falls flat and also like they do that weird happy conclusion where they're giving some speech about how you know things change and people need to grow and they're going to school and whatever and it's like okay we didn't need that
0: yeah Yeah. i i feel like if you cut out a lot of the cgi and just went for a much more straightforward exorcism
1: yeah because in the original she does i mean like she pukes the pea soup but she doesn't like puke out the demon when it goes to possess the priest in the original yeah so it's kind of just like why are we doing that now
0: yeah and so like if you just do a normal exorcism the father chooses the dot his own daughter she then gets killed and then honestly just kind of like show the the main dad thinking his daughter is dead in his arms and then she comes back opens her eyes and he's happy End the movie
1: yeah
0: what what else is there i like yeah yeah there was no reason for the
1: last like 10 minutes of the movie Yeah.
0: but all right what would you rate it
1: um. Yeah, I'd give it like a 7, 7.5 uh, yeah. for a horror movie. You yeah, know? I think
0: as a movie, 7.5. Personally, like a 3 or a 4 because I don't enjoy these. But as a movie for horror fans, it's like a 7, 7.5. Yeah. And the devil never gives up.
1: She knows who I am. Where's the other girl? <laughs>
0: all right this week i chose asbestos or the beasts um it is a spanish french thriller ish um directed by rodrigo Sorogoyen. um this one
1: we are going to have very
0: differing opinions
1: are <laughs> we have the exact opposite opinion on this movie so
0: yeah i think oddly i think our ratings might be kind of similar but for different reasons yeah um so this movie is um in three languages predominantly spanish french and galician um which funnily enough one of your co-workers is from galicia Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of cool that we had heard of this place and knew where it was set but it's a a small section of spain on kind of the just north of portugal um that kind of corner of spain and a couple from france who are kind of educated and had some money decide to buy a farm and just become farmers in this small um, farming community
1: um, they're also like flipping houses and stuff and yeah. they're investing their own money into like fixing these so
0: and then just giving them away not like charging you know it's not like flipping houses to make profit they're flipping houses because like oh we can and, and so they we'll, like to yeah and we want to support this this community Um, but then they, their neighbors are these two brothers, uh, who have lived there their whole lives and are struggling farmers and- They work
1: on their mother's farm.
0: Yeah. And we find out there's been, um, some offers from some wind turbine developers and stuff for the land and it creates this tension. And they're
1: offering less than the land is worth is also kind of an important factor.
0: Yeah. They're a classic. They're trying to like, they show the farmer what looks like a big number- but over the course of your life is insignificant. And, of course, these farmers who have never really had money look at it and go, wow, that looks great. The French guy who's had money himself looks at it and goes, you know what, if we actually just work our farms, we'll be good and we can maybe rebuild this town and grow it and we'll be okay. But he's the outsider and whatever. And so there's just tension between them and... Um, And without giving too much away, probably a little over halfway through the movie, it kind of turns around and becomes a different story about remaining somewhere where tragedy has happened and when do you move on and when do you stick to your guns and stick it out which is Um,
1: where our opinions completely differ i found the first half to be actually interesting and kept me engaged i found the second half to be so boring i was literally checking my phone every two seconds waiting for it to be over
0: and i found the first half fine like i just it's something i've seen a million times it honestly i said to her like it felt like rmn which we reviewed earlier this year which i hated which she hated But the first half of it felt like that, but like a Animal Crossing version, like a tame, you know, farmers plodding around. Whereas Rmn delved deeper into current political issues. This could have been set at any time, and it's just a story of neighbors arguing. Now I want to play Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then the second half actually, I thought was more interesting and different and profound and asked questions that you don't necessarily know the answers to whereas this it's like stop arguing with your neighbors don't be a jerk that's the solution to the first half of the movie the second half it's like ooh does, should she do this should she do that is her daughter right is her daughter wrong it introduces a lot more gray to the situation um and I found that far more interesting than the first half of the movie, which I felt was a little just cut and dry, neighbors argue.
1: Well, should we move into spoilers I so think, we can yeah. give more? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: think there's too much more to say. Um, it looks nice. Galicia is very pretty. Very pretty. You want to go visit your co-worker when she's over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, spoilers for asbestos, um, not asbestos. Um,
1: I think the biggest one would be so it follows, as we said, this man, Frenchman, and Antoine. he's Antoine, and he is fighting with his neighbors because he does not want to sign for the wind turbines to be there, and they want him to, and they basically are threatening him the whole movie, following him, um, making his life miserable. They put uh, car batteries in his well, so it kills all his plants and fills them with lead. Um, and this all leads up, he starts filming them, which is what I found interesting was this kind of like him spying, trying to catch them. And the police are like, well, there's nothing we can really do. Like, you're also being aggressive towards them. Um, and he's filming these brothers until eventually they corner him in the woods and kill him. And that scene was weird and awkward. But yeah. And then after that, it's his favorite part, which is just literally his wife sits at home for the rest of the movie That's and not... occasionally goes on a walk.
0: So, that is a, <laughs> a literal interpretation of events, but I think thematically the first half of the movie is just
1: espionage,
0: <laughs> two neighbors not getting along yeah. and arguing and escalating and yes, they go way to the extremes of putting the car battery and eventually murdering him, threatening his wife and all of this stuff. But um he also at many turns is you know he instead of as soon as he finds something instead of going to the police or talking to them rationally trying to get them to admit it he just runs in and starts screaming at them
1: because he's aggressive and stupid
0: yeah and so the police like look at the footage and they're like yeah we'll tell your neighbors to stop waving guns at you but you're on their property you barged into their yard and started screaming at them and that's on video too so like you can't do that and so i was just like okay it's neighbors it's going to escalate eventually someone's going to die and that's what happens and so i found that just kind of cut and dry
1: i don't know something just kept me engaged because it was kind of quick moving the rest of the movie is just so slow
0: it then yeah it slows way down but i think yes the mom ma- or the wife just stays there but she stays because it was her husband's dream to be there and she wants to make this farm work and if she leaves she knows the developers will get the land um, because all the other farmers will sign and everything and then her daughter comes to visit and is like how can you live next to your neighbors you're in denial you can't accept the truth of what's happening and they have a fantastic argument that i thought was really well acted and well done in which both of them try and make their point and you can kind of see oh i get kind of why she wants to stay she's still looking for his body she wants to prove that the two neighbors did it and get them in trouble she also wants to prove that even though you've done this to me our farm will still be successful and we can survive Um, whereas the daughter's like how can you live next to dad's murderers and just act like nothing happened you've got to you know come home and just be a sane human um and I found that, I was like, oh, I don't know whose side I'm on. And then the daughter kind of tries to reconcile things and they work together. And then the neighbors start being more creepy and intense towards them. Um,
1: and then they find the video camera and it never comes into play again, which was also kind of just well, ad for me. Like, why make the whole first half of the movie about him filming them if it's never going to amount to anything?
0: Yeah, I I do agree I think, honestly, the little switch I would make is give him a weatherproof camera. Yeah. And then the fact that a year later they found it, the SD card, unlikely, but could have survived a winter and they could recover something from it.
1: Yeah, because even though they find his body, we're never they can't prove that they were the ones who yeah. killed him, technically, not without a shadow of a doubt. You yeah, know?
0: and so, yeah, I do agree, a kind of false slap, but I was, I think... The first half of the movie should be the opening of the movie, the first 20 minutes, maybe even the first act at most, not the first, like, this movie is kind of four acts, and that's the first half is the husband, Antoine, and I think if you just condense all of that into this real quick, quick and dirty, neighbors esque,ly and then just make this a drama about a daughter and her mother trying to decide what to do and trying to prove that the brother or the two neighbors the brothers did it you know make that the kind of espionage thriller thing we know this camera's out there and she's got to find it we know the brothers did it and her trying to prove it without getting them like they're kind of on her trail and making sure she doesn't find stuff like that could have been the drama and the tension as opposed to this weird disjointed two halves of a movie that are very different
1: yeah um i will say in the second half i did like one scene where she goes over to the neighbor's house and just ignores the brothers and speaks to their mom and it's just like you and i are both going to be alone now like what are we gonna do kind of a thing i liked that um But other than that, it really, really dragged for me in the second half. I did not enjoy any of the dynamic with her and her daughter. I found it very boring.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. (laughs) I did not.
1: Well, what would you rate it?
0: I will give it a six.
1: I will give it a four.
0: Yeah. I, again, I liked it concepts in this movie i think it's well shot it was an interesting part of the world to it could see. have been
1: an hour long i
0: guess but yeah yeah there's other than the question of should the mother stay it doesn't pose anything new to yeah. the world
1: like had it been like the husband stuff happened within the first like 20 minutes and the last 40 was her fi- like trying to figure stuff out it would have been, I think, a pretty solid movie, but it just it dragged on too far for me. So, yeah. yep.
0: Alrighty, that's our thoughts on asbestos. It would
1: be free just here. It's a story. It's a story. Precious. Do you think this place is a whim for me? No, Sean. This place is everything It's my project life. No, I don't. Me and my wife. I don't think so all right thank you for listening to our episode this week make sure you follow us on instagram and tiktok at nerd and normie and tune in every monday for a new episode
0: and if you're listening on youtube like and subscribe and if you are on an audio platform leave us a five-star review it really helps us out thank, thank you, you.